Darren was the greatest sight 35 years ago in our life. Oh my gosh. God was good that time. Praise the Lord. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, give it up for them. They're great pastors, aren't they? They really are. I look at my daughter, Laria, and I just shake my head and go, honey, you are the best. You are the best. That's for sure. The theme of this week has been uh, focusing on that verse out of Matthew chapter uh, 5, ch verse 3. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. The poor in spirit are those that recognize their inadequacy. They're inadequate in themselves, and they need God in their lives. Let me give you three thoughts for a moment this morning. Number one, the poor in spirit realize that life is more than they can handle. That's called maturity. When you finally realize that life is more than you can handle. I remember as a boy growing up in my home, and I'll bet you everybody's gone through this experience sometime or another, I wanted to run away from home. And so I thought about that real hard. At that point in time, we were living in the Philippines, and I began to say, okay, if I run away from home, how am I getting back to the States? <laughs> and then I began to think to myself, what am I gonna do for supper? <laughs> and I began to weigh, weigh all these things, and I thought, you know what, it's not worth running away from home. And I never thought about it again. I became the poor in spirit that realized that I could not handle life by myself. And that's what God wants us to do because maturity is learning. You can't handle it. We need God. We need God for our daily decisions. We need God for our conflicts. We need God for direction. We need God for wisdom. We need God for supply in our life. We need God for strength. We need God for comfort. We need God. I can really do nothing in my own strength. It was the Apostle Paul who said, I can do only all things through him that strengthens me. David came to this realization. He had been with the Philistine army and he came back to, the, to his uh, city of Ziglag. And when he got back to Ziglag, the city had been burned and his wives and the wives of all the men that were with him and the children had all been taken. And as they had been taken away by the captives, they were, his group of warriors that was with him were about to stone him. And David was discouraged. David was a warrior. And you know how it is sometimes being a warrior, you can think you can do it in your own strength. And I love the verse in 1 Samuel 30, verse 6. It says, and David strengthened himself in the Lord. He came to the realization that he could not do life alone. He needed God. And the Psalms are filled with David saying, I need God in my life. The second part of understanding the poor in spirit is the poor in spirit understand that real maturity is depending on God sooner than later. <laughs> That's where we all come in. We sometimes come to God for our, as our last resort. But we need to go to God for the first thing. It is better for us to turn to him sooner. The end will be better for us than later. I love the story in uh, 2 Chronicles 20. Jehoshaphat receives word of this great army that is coming. And they're coming to invade. And I love what he does. 
He takes his petition and lays it out before the Lord right away and says, God, we don't have the ability to deal with this situation. We need your help, God, right away. I'm not going to send an army out to fight this other great army. I realize that I need you in my life, and I need you right now at the very first step. And the Lord told him how to do it, and he said, send the singers out in front. <laughs> I love that. Come into, come into God's presence with praise and the enemy just flees. He can't handle that. He doesn't know what that kind of praise is all about. There's a lot of people in this world that look at you and think you guys are absolutely nuts. You don't know. They, they, they look at you and say, why do you raise your hands? Why do you clap? Why are you so joyful? I go to church and it's somber. You know what? The enemy flees with praise. Absolutely flees with praise. And Jehoshaphat turned to God, and God said, send the singers out. And when the singers went out before the people, you know, what military, just think of the military conversation that was going on about that kind of an idea. Send the singers out first. All right, let the choir get killed. <laughs> we'll let them. <laughs> and so they go out, and God sends the volume of that so loud, confuses the enemy, and they kill each other. I love it. I love it. That's what God does. He says, when you come to me sooner, you watch and see what I'll do. And then the third, the poor in spirit recognize that we are in a spiritual battle. We are. You know, that's the hard part for many of us. We get up every day and we don't realize that every day we're in a spiritual battle. We're in a battle for the souls of our children. We're in a battle for our own souls. We're in a battle for the conflict that happens at work and the problems that take care uh, that happen out there. But Paul declares to us the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're not things you can strengthen up, but they're mighty through God. They're mighty through God. Let me tell you what, when you have God on your side, you've got all that you need. When you have God on your side, you can defeat the enemy in your life. I love Paul's exhortation in warfare. I got to watch my time here. God's exhortation, uh, Paul's exhortation in warfare in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 18. He talks about the armor and he talks about these kinds of things. And he gives us first the defensive weapons in verses 14 through 17. He says, always stand, and I'm not going to put the, the garment together. I'm going to take the essence of it. He said, always stand in truth. Always do the right wise thing. Always be ready to make peace at any time. Always exercise faith. And here's a key one. Always be secure in your salvation. Know that you, you see, the enemy comes to you and he challenges you in all those things. Well, if you just do it this way, God says, do it the right wise way, the righteous way. He says, well, you know, this is what it is, and he's a master of masquerades. And God says, I will show you truth. Stand in truth. Sometimes it's a conflict. Be ready to make peace. Whatever it takes, humble yourself. Exercise faith always and be insecure in your salvation. Then he gives us two offensive weapons that we can use. Number one, the Word of God. The Word of God. I cannot say it enough. Get that word in your heart at all times. You don't have a chance to run to get your sword at home, but you can plant the sword right here in your heart, and when the enemy comes against you, you can use the word of God against him. 
It is the word that defeats him, not your power. It's not by might nor by power. It's by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. And so it's the word of God that defeats him. Jesus defeated the enemy not in his strength, but he went in the power of the spirit, in the word of God. Man shall not live by bread alone. It is written, it is written, it is written. Get that word inside your heart. Strap it to your being. And then he says, the second offensive weapon is prayer. Pray in the spirit at all times. Pray in the spirit is praying in agreement with the Holy Spirit in your life. When you go to pray, you know the right thing. Open your heart to the Holy Spirit. Spirit of God, help me as I pray. Speak to me, help me. I'm going to just speak out and begin to pray. And you guide my conversation because I want to pray in agreement with your spirit. For the spirit makes intercession, he says, for us before the throne of grace. He, he goes through us through groanings that we can't understand because we are in such turmoil and difficulty. But he understands. He tells us, Jesus said, I will give you another comforter, a helper. He will be not only with you, but he will be in you. He is in you today. Day, and he is here to make you an overcomer for this Holy Spirit helps us in our weaknesses follow his impressions follow his leadings ask him for help for let me just end by saying this God answers the prayer of a righteous person not always the way you want it if you're going to pray in the Spirit, you can't pray your conclusion. Okay? Let His conclusion be there. Just say, Holy Spirit, I, I surrender to you. I'm praying this situation through, but I trust you. And I'm going to stand it. This is what your Word says. This is what your Word says. I'm standing on it. I'm praying this. And I'm waiting for you. And you watch. The Holy Spirit is powerful. He understands how to lead you and bring you to the right conclusion of whatever that issue is. Somebody loses their job. Oh, God, I just pray that you would just deal with my employer. You know, stop it. God, deal with my heart. What is, the, what is your plan and what is your purpose in my life, oh, God? Lead me and guide me. And you watch and see if God doesn't have something better for you than what just happened to you. God allows these difficulties to come to drive us, to teach us, that we have to depend upon him and he gives us prayer and the Holy Spirit. I challenge you this morning. I like what James says, the earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. And then he goes on to say, Elijah was a human as we are. And yet he prayed earnestly that no rain would fall and none fell for three and a half years. He was a man with like passions and just like we are. He knew what the right thing was to deal with Ahab. And so he prayed according to the Spirit of God about that situation. What is the right thing about your situation? What are the right thing about the walls that need to come down in your life? Pray this morning in agreement with the Holy Spirit. For he has called you not to be a victim. You are a victor through Jesus Christ this morning in your life. Shall we stand together? Father, I thank you this morning for your goodness and your mercy and your grace and your love today. I thank you that you have called us to be overcomers in Christ Jesus. 
I thank you, Lord, that we can be dependent. We are dependent upon you today. And we open our hearts in prayer this morning. Speak to our lives. Holy Spirit, deal with our hearts. Holy Spirit, guide us. Holy Spirit, we lift up all the questions that we have that we're facing and ask you for wisdom and guidance and strength. Oh, speak to your people this morning as we pray now. And we worship you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.